変身Revolution Common Rider episode 78. This week we're looking at Common Rider Saber episodes 29 and 30. I'm your host, uh, Kip, and with me is my co-host, James Big or Copacetic Senpai. Hey, James. What's going on, man? Uh, a lot, actually. Like, how about you? It's been a busy weeks, week or two. Uh, I can't even lie. I had a pretty chill week. Um, I kind of needed one. Uh, my last few months have been pretty chaotic, so I just took it easy this week. Um, so That's good. You want to just uh, elaborate on what's been going on with you? Yeah, um, I got my um, my COVID shot yesterday, okay. and then, a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I'm like like completely fine. But then they discontinued my vaccine I got today. So, wait, what? I got the Johnson Johnson vaccine, and then today they were like not letting people get it because a bunch of people had like weird blood clots. Oh shit! Yeah, so that's not great. I need to sell my J&J stock then. Cheers up over there. But no, uh, I got my like appointment like super last minute. Like I got it on like a Friday for like a Monday. And like I know lots of people are like having trouble right now, but it was pretty easy for me at least, which is nice. Where'd you get it taken at? Um, at like the um local like Wegmans, like a supermarket. So it was like right where I was like normally getting like uh my groceries. So it was like pretty chill, honestly. You know, like I maybe waited like 10 minutes. All in all, not bad. So, so since your shot got this discontinued, what do you do now? I mean, basically, I wasn't like super reading, but I guess like it's an issue that six in six million women between the ages of eighteen and forty-seven experience blood clotting. So I'm not worried. <laughs> like it's still like gonna, if nothing happens presumably give me that effectiveness like versus covid so i'm still vaccinated you know so you only need to take one dose oh uh, yeah the only one dose one i think was the one i got which is oh surprising i was pretty, cool. pretty, pretty, pretty happy uh, there. all of them were two doses i got lucky but and like um i'm still probably gonna wait till like we reach like 90 percent before like i'm doing anything like um i'm not watching wwe but i know they had like wrestlemania and um that that had like 25,000 people. That was like near you, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm glad because like, it's still kind of like was heartwarming to see like all these people finally have fans in front of them for the first time in like over a year. Mm-hmm. Like that's great for them. Uh, heard it was pretty all right, but yeah. Yeah, man. Just seeing stuff like that on TV. Like I'm so like, I live in Florida. So we, to be honest, like we've been, walking around like nothing's been happening for the last couple of months just to be completely transparent so to see twenty five thousand people in one location was a little jarring but at the same time i wasn't surprised that it was in florida uh because they've been so reckless about the whole you know capacity thing since the get-go but it was cool to finally see like fans actually enjoying regular life quote like (laughs) to some extent and uh, it was also a good beacon to show like we're heading and headed back to being normal eventually. Yeah. Um, the big thing for me for like WrestleMania week is like uh, there's lots of like 
really great like indie shows that like happen like, in that area like so you have stuff like um blood sports like a like really popular like one like lately that's like um no ropes and it's like meant to be closer to like mma so there's stuff like there's just like a lot of people on like some dirty canvas like doing as close to full contact as they can like it like included like a main event that was like um um the former dean ambrose john moxley um he like got busted open the hard way where like he just told his opponent yeah like make me bleed like use your knuckles not like a like blade or anything you know (laughs) these uh shows are going on in tampa yeah there was like a lot of them like like oh man missed those yeah, like GCW, like Game Changer Wrestling, a lot of really great, like small time talent kind of stuff of like just like really great people that like put in great work. Damn, yeah. I pass up a, a perfect opportunity to get back into, you know, the, the entertainment of uh, wrestling, but I didn't really take the effort to educate myself. So I only have myself to blame. No, indie wrestling is the best, honestly. Yeah, just like I was watching WrestleMania and it just, I don't know, it just felt like it felt underwhelming. I don't know. I'm not really knocking on anybody that enjoyed it or had a good time there, but I just grew up with the legends, you know? Mm-hmm. So it was just not the same. I sound like an old fart, but it is what it is, you know? But it was cool to see Edge back. I will say that. Yeah, that was like pretty cool. Cause he, um, like he like had to like give up the world title like 10 years ago or something. It was finally back. Like, that's a great moment. Though I don't think he won, so I don't know. <laughs> that's not great. Yeah, he lost. But I remember him like being in the brood with the uh, Gangrel and all of them. That was that's my shit right there, bro. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I heard this like great story about how um Vince McMahon back in the day like told Gangrel, um, yeah, Donald Trump totally wants you to go squirt blood on him. Like go do it. <laughs> back in the nineties. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine the gifts now? It'd be some like conspiracy theorists like, see, this is why. Donald Trump is a Satanist, blah, blah, blah. He's an Illuminati. I mean, <laughs> uh, you should go follow Gangrel on Twitter if you want to hear more about fanging and banging. Because that guy had the fangs like surgically implanted. And now he's like 60 and he's still just like always like doing weird like vampire tantric sex shit. Oh, he's still active on, on social media? Yeah. Like I'm not sure oh, like shit. how much he wrestles like outside of like an old person like running. But yeah, that's that's wild. I'd have never guessed. Yeah, no, but uh, a similar like event though was uh, right as last episode came out, we got to see the Common Rider 50th anniversary stuff, which is really exciting. A lot of cool stuff. Uh, I missed that. Yeah, um, it was April 4th, and you had stuff like uh, they announced Common Rider Gems, the president. That's like a thousand gem like crossover web series. That's like two episodes. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of like uh the perfect spot i think for like your interest i think it's just like what if these like two characters just like were on youtube for like two timid episodes you know yeah make sure you link those to me whenever we get them potting i definitely kind of i kind of miss the homie thouser even though i hate him so much but it could be cool to catch up on they announced um a shin common rider movie from the people that made shin godzilla and are making like shin ultraman oh my god yeah, like you'll get like your Evangelion like version of like Common Rider. <laughs> what? Uh yeah, it's um Stop from Hideki Anno. No, it's from Hideki Anno who made like Evangelion. He made Shin Godzilla. He's making Shin Common Rider. 
That is crazy. When is it dropping? Uh, 2022, early 2023. Oh, I got to wait for that. But is there a trailer or they just announced it? Uh, there's just teaser this right here. I'll put it in. Please. In our channel. <laughs> so like a, just some art. So, like a junk. so March 2023 is what it says. Oh, my God. I cannot wait for that. Yeah. It was honestly pretty targeted oh, for you, though, because they just announced all the stuff. That was definitely targeted. He, he must be listening to the pod. <laughs> they also announced that uh, the Common Rider like double manga is getting like an anime next year. What? Yeah. All of my jams, bro. Oh, and, my God. I'm so excited. Where, where was this aired at? How did I miss this event? I didn't even know about it. This was just like all over like Twitter. And I think there was like a live press conference oh, like in Japan man. as well that was on Twitch or something. Does this happen once a year? Uh, yeah, but also for... Um, Please give me a heads up next time. No, yeah. And they also announced that like they're doing like a modern like remake of like Kamen Rider like Black called Kamen Rider Black Sun. Okay. So next year Sounds that'll right. be a live action series. But uh, here's the art style of the anime they're making. I love it. Oh, right. Yo, that's slick. I like that a lot. Oh, yes. People were feasting. Um, I maybe spent like a little money. Uh, <laughs> what'd you, what'd you buy? So I really liked like having like those, um, those progress keys from like a couple months ago. So I bought a like ride book cause I wanted to see what they look like in person. Mm-hmm. So I got the, uh, yeah, make some noise. <laughs> it's uh, the Kamen Rider Kugo one. Okay. They're pretty cool, honestly. Like, they um can flick open, like, automatically based on, like, what, like, you're doing with them. And, it, hey, I think it was, like, $8. I was like, I'll buy some for $8 for, like... Yeah, for sure. That part. But then I also... Uh, okay, so... uh, Two maybe more nerdy things, but one more good thing is I bought a... Uh, very slick looking like Kamen Rider like 50th like pop socket and, and it just looks clean like it's white and red it's like brand strong for us you know just like very like sleek very like minimalist so it's like that's fine by me you know <laughs> but mm-hmm. I also um we recently bought like an exercise bike that uh, uh, <laughs> uh no it's like a less less hooked up one it's like a like more basic thing you know it's all the same shit out did the yeah. same thing. <laughs> it's a like a fifth the money. Yeah, I, I, I'm always uh, looking for off brands too, like uh, like the Theraguns. I buy like something like off brand like that too. Oh, this is linked to the pop pop socket. <clears throat> so nice and clean, like something oh, simple. A, yeah, right. Oh like, man, that's like that right really in my nice. wheelhouse. You know, I've been wanting one of these. I might I might have to get one. But the exercise bike that we got um looks. So I've been watching Kamen Rider while I ride it, and the series that like I watch it on, um, their bike is like clamped in place when they're not using it. So part of me is like, oh, this is like just like that show. So then I ended up like uh, just like buying because I had it on GameStop for like forty bucks, like a like I like belt from like one of my favorite shows, like just so I could pretend like when I was like on oh, my exercise bike and be like, oh, this is great, like I'm a Kamen Rider, this is awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it's what good. What are the rider shows you watching at the moment besides Saber? 
Um, I've been watching Kamen Rider Denno. It's the t- 2007 series. It's like a really good, like it's very much like has like that like very like relaxed like slice of life kind of feel. Like it's like a very nice show to like watch like an episode of like while I'm like on in like our like personal gym. It's real good. Is this a rewatch or a first watch? It's a rewatch, which like also makes it like a lot of fun because I watched this show when it came out in like 2007, you know? So like watching it now is just like so easy, like so smooth. Really nice. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny that you say that because I just got back into the whole rewatch thing. So my whole life, I've always kind of like been on to the next one. And I've always like had like, oh, this is my top five anime or this is my thing, my top five movies. But I can never remember like beats of the movie to put it in like layman terms, like simple. Yeah. Like, that part when blah, blah, blah. But I always named, I just knew it was my favorite. So I'm going back and rewatching uh, a lot of my so-called favorite animes. Uh, so far, I've rewatched uh, Death Note. Uh, what's it called? Um, right now, I'm on uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And I Ooh. forgot how great this show was. Like, this is, yeah. this, this, this is pushing the limits of what me to say is the best anime I've seen. Like, so far, I've had to re- reorder my list so far, and Cowboy Bebop's joining my top three, Death Note, and uh, yeah, Full Metal Alchemist is, oh my god. Like, if you guys haven't seen it yet, there's, there's some people out there that still haven't seen it. It's on Netflix, um, but it, it, it is honestly some of the best storytelling. The characters are amazing. The fights, just everything about it is, is, is so much to love about this series. Yeah, because like... um. With something like a top ten list or like top five, that has like a real tendency towards like having like a like recency bias too, where you're like, oh, like exactly. I watched this recently, and mm-hmm. and I, I started finding myself like, is Demon Slayer top? 10? I'm like, whoa, I didn't even slow my ass down. This shit just came out like last year, so I decided to go back and rewatch some, and also find some that I missed along the way. So I've been having a fun journey, uh, you know, just rewatching the old anime and just discovering new ones. So. I'm in a good space right now. And also, like, you're, like, um, when you're re-watching something or watching something that's, like, not currently airing where you don't have to worry about, like, how good is it? Like, how well is it doing? Like, your <laughs> headspace is just different because you're not, like, oh, I really hope this gets, like, seven seasons, like, yeah. to fully tell the story, you know? Or, like, I really hope, like, I reach the point where they rescue Sasuke. You're, like, no, I can just watch this and know. Yeah, like, Attack on Titan is awesome for me, but when they took that, like, two to three year break, it kind of ruined the momentum for me. So it's kind of hard for me to get back into it. Um, just like, uh, you know, like with the season of like Jujutsu Kaisen or something like that, like it's already scheduled to come out next year. So at least I know it's coming right away. But when an anime like takes like two to three years to come back, it's kind of, kind of uses, loses its uh, lust on me a little bit, if you will. No, totally. And like, it's like hard too. Cause like, Things have their moment, and if they don't capitalize on that moment, it's hard. Because, like, um, season two of Attack on Titan, if that came out right after season one, people would have been in such like a different place with that series. Because, like, the way people talk about stuff changes, like what and like what people want changes. Like, I think, like, even like um, you reach like the like weird point, like where people are like more settled and less excited about a series, like even if they might still be watching it just because like that second or third season like takes so long to come out you know yeah and i also think that anime is in a different place now versus like even some like short time ago like five years ago like anime is on netflix now you know like i would have never thought it would be that easy to access now 
and then it's on Hulu, it's on all the streaming services, HBO Max. So it's so easy to find now versus when we were growing up, you know, like all you could see it is on linear television. So um, for a second season or a third season to get picked up is more likely if it's popular enough to get picked up. But um, it's also more likely to get dropped if no one's really <laughs> gravitating towards it. Oh, yeah. Like speaking of that, but um, like they announced that um, Comrade to Zero One is getting a physical release in like the States. Whoa. Like it's gonna be on Tokushou through the whole series. I told you Zero One is probably one of the best comrader shows I've I'm I'm new to this, but I, I know a great show when I see one. I swear. I I, I have like a palette for television, if you will. <laughs> but Zero Zero One is 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 up there, bro. Like I I, I loved it. And I, I it just sucks like we always say like COVID kinda fucked it up at the end, but it, it still stuck at the landing to me. But that's awesome. Yeah, no. But like it's just like it's coming out, it's gonna be available. It's a big swing. And like um that's basically what I want. Just like things to be like available for people. Like when I saw like that like rider belt that I bought was like forty five bucks, I was like, that's like a steal. Then later on I was like, is it? Well, <laughs> relative to <laughs> when these were like two hundred bucks, you were like buying them from like Japan. Yeah, that's a steal. But like it's nice just to have that like level of be like you could say hey go like tell like your amazon like prime like tv or whatever like to search this and it will guide you in downloading the app or like show you where it's streaming versus like go on this website <laughs> find this file torrent it you know yeah some sketchy shit so do they have uh toku festivals in the states or is that just overseas they have like cons like there's usually like at a lot of anime cons like you'll get some common writers um and there's some like power rangers cons like where you'll get like a lot of like other toku stuff but i think like a con or two for something like kaiju or like certain brands like i would not be surprised if we got like a hey in austin texas here's like the common writer fest and like it only happens once every three years or something like that might happen like in the near future and like if it like got popular like it might become more of a thing you know yeah, we should uh in a post covert world, we should probably do like a meetups or something to meet some of our fans in person. Yeah, we should do that. Pandemic's over. That'd be pretty awesome. But um oh um one last thing. Um I've been playing Watch Dogs 2, which is an incredible game. So much better than Watch Dogs 1. Just uh like could not recommend it more to somebody if you want to play like an open world game, like in like that like GTA or like ubisoft like style this is like really strong as far as like the single player goes like very strong cast of characters very strong story okay i still haven't played any watchdogs yet but uh i like the concept behind it like being pretty much like hacking into stuff and moving around in an open world sounds pretty dope to me yeah uh the first one kind of like was in this weird space where it was like oh my god look at what the xbox one and the ps4 can do it's next gen time and like (laughs) stuff but like it was like really like mean spirited and like perverse, like the way it like would like do the hacking stuff versus like um this game just has so much like character. Like the main character, Marcus, like uh if there's three things that like movies or games have trouble doing, it's like making a hacker a cool character or like a black character. And just like he's all three in a way that like is like, oh, like you seem like if I really needed to like find somebody at like a streetlight manifesto concert that like knew linux 
like that would be you, which is like (laughs) really just like surprising compared to like a lot of other games, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's like a strong like cast. And last second, um, do want to say like uh, just rest in peace to like DMX too, just because wow, that's a whole lot. Uh, (laughs) That's just a weird one to hear about. Yeah, man, it's so sad um, just to see him bounce back to through uh, what he was going through and just end up, you know, in this situation. Um, it's very tragic. Um, I still remember, like, one of my first times listening to DMX. I think I was in a, I had to be, like, in the second or third grade. And we were, like, I'll never forget it. We were standing in line to go to lunch. And then, like, stop, drop. Like, the Rough Riders Anthem just dropped. And, like, me and my kids fucking, how, how old was I, like, six? It was oh. just chanted into like the lunch line, just like shut him down, open up shop. Like that's the kind of like impact he had on my life. Like he's always been in my life since I was like a jit. So to see him go away like that, like rest in power, rest in paradise, and all that stuff. But he's definitely in a better place now. But I'm, I'm just him, imagining like you on like a huffy bike, like that music video, just like <laughs> up in the air, just going like stop. <laughs> yeah, man, that was me and. uh yeah, I, just, I went through like a, I never was like a pro skater or anything, but I was really into like X Games and shit like that. And he really had like an impact on that community as well. So every like scene or everything that I went, like went through, he was always there. So, um, and I'm pretty sure we'll still hear his music in the club. They always play that, that one song uh, <laughs> in the club. Um, I can't forget the title or I can't remember the title of it, but anytime you go out, you hear that song. Yeah, no, um. I was so surprised to find out that like he was like 27 and like unknown and then came out with like two platinum hits and like the biggest like deal in the world. Like that's wild to think like he just like showed up basically and like turned the whole world around. Um, He was just like a really big presence too. And like there's some stuff where like just like um, one of my favorite like parts from any song is that part in um also rough riders like um where um he takes this like aside to have this reporter like talk to him and then say mind your business lady and like it's just like that <laughs> my business lady. this lady <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then uh the one song that i was thinking about was like shut him down open up shop <clears throat> yeah Ooh. and then uh y'all gonna make me lose my mind that's the club bathroom right there Anytime you go out, you're guaranteed to hear that song. Up in here, up in here. There must have been like some movie, but like for me, like I always like um like that like early like 2000s time. Like the two people that like I think about are like DMX and Jet Li. And, yeah, like, yeah. That's not a sure great, why. That was a great period right there. Chris Tucker, hell yeah. yeah. Jackie Chan. It was like just ethnic eth- ethnic people just taking over the world at that point. But no, um, just uh. Before we get like uh too much of our feelings about just man, it feels like since like since COVID started, related or not, just a whole lot of losses, like in a lot of ways. But uh let's yeah. go over to our comrade's table for this week. So this week we looked at Comrade Saber, Chapter 29, 
at that moment, the swordsman made his move. Chapter 30, bonded. Even went apart. So, how do I feel about, um, like, these episodes, James? How are you feeling? Oh, it was a a fun uh, two-episode arc. Um, And I guess it's continuing into the next one. But uh, it was a cool start to the episode that we're about to discuss. You see Toma and uh, (laughs) Yugi team up to go to uh, the southern base. And uh, we kind of already guessed the whole May turn into a midget yeah. spot and uh to see the uh brother and sister combo so op <laughs> we get into that as well no but, uh, <laughs> like the uh, most like op up op siblings <laughs> it's like it makes sense in like the canon too which is like so funny like yeah like i gave these like two siblings the best shit how do y'all both have the ability to just disappear and shit like <laughs> yeah that's crazy, but yeah, it was, and it was cool to see uh, Rentaro finally <laughs> uh, faced reality. But uh, what'd you think? Um, all that I wrote in like my like first line of my notes for like episode twenty nine was like Rentaro basically tried to give in two weeks notice at Wendy's. Like it's just like don't go to like a shitty job and give him two weeks. Like you won't be working. Like just like I just um. Side note: Before we get too far, I saw you type Wendy's into the notes. And I went to Wendy's today, and I probably would never go again for a while. Oh, I was that desperate for a burger, and I was just like, "Oh, I haven't had Wendy's in a while." Absolute shit. Just saying. Oh yeah, it's hard because like I didn't think like um with those like square burgers like they could like cut corners, but they can, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what they did. But let's move on. Uh no, um. I like these two episodes, like not as strong as the past couple that like have been very strong. And also the first time in like a long time where we've been caught in the middle of an arc, like we like got like in like a really good, like kind of like groove as far as like what we were watching that like we weren't getting caught in the middle of arcs. But uh, yeah, um, the show's now taking some time to like process things and like set things up again after like working really hard to like rewrite itself over the past like 10 or so weeks you know yeah and uh they're actually like making moves now towards trying to figure out how to stop this thing from happening and it was cool to see uh rentaro doing like his little espionage mission <laughs> and uh, rescuing <laughs> sophia i thought that was a cool scene and yeah. uh <laughs> this guy uh yeah. what's his name common writer durando is that you said yeah ryoga shindai the common writer durandal yeah so is ocean history time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time for ocean history. <laughs> I <was> there, what? <laughs> Though he's themed after like an orca and he does look really sick. Like I love orcas. Yeah. Like I'm like a 90s kid. Cosmetics are dope for sure. For sure. I like, I like the uh, neon bluish look. But uh, I couldn't help to bring that up, though. I was like, wait, what? I have rewinded like three times. Time for ocean history. Ocean splashes. Yeah. And the guy <laughs> was like, oh, like ocean. He's just like a better water. Going to beat the shit out of Retaro. But no, it was time. I'm like, this motherfucker turned into Aquaman. It just turned the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the time part of it is, but sure. Uh- <laughs> What are we going to do? And, uh, freaking rent. It was a Rentaro like, getting his ass kicked. He's like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. He's like, what? He's like, wait, what? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> yeah. Like, you never seen anybody teleport before? It was, that was wild. Like, that was like a, like, 
maybe like at the end of Saber, we'll have to like give out some like awards. Like that might have been like a top tier like nomination for like the Yamcha of the series award. Just that's <laughs> everybody yeah. who knows what's going on. Good thing Toma came to save him. Then he got wrecked too. Yeah. Um, but so the thing with like the first episode, like episode 29, is like Rintaro's like, all right, I get it. <laughs> Logos is fucked up and like corrupted and like is actually working against people. I'm going to go back there by myself. It's like, dude, dude, come on. Yeah. Makes a lot of bad decisions. And uh, just, of course, like Master Logos is like, yeah, dude, I did it. Like, I killed all those sages. Like, you're fucked. Like, I'm going to, like, have my dude take you out. And just... <laughs> no! It was just funny seeing him tell Master Logos that, that Reka, or, uh, yeah, um, was the one that's, like, the like the mole or, like, the, the person that's, like, sabotaging the base. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, she works for me. He's like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, these siblings are so broken. She has like smoke powers where she's completely intangible and can like attack from any angle. And like we've seen her like make holes in her body when shot at. Yeah, and they like slash her and it's like it's just like a shadow clones there. Like, what's going yeah. on here? And her brother is even more OP. Yeah. It's, it's wild. I don't even know like how they're gonna get away with this. He's like got like some weird like time teleportation thing. And yeah, um I like it like too because like w- when we were saying like what other elements could they be? Probably something broken to match like everybody else's like powers and everything. And like we said like time and gravity and like here we are, time. Mm-hmm. Um when I he- heard Durandal <laughs> though, like my like romantic lit brain was kind of like, oh Durandal, what's that from? Shit, is that like Charlemagne? Like, is that French? But like <laughs> Yeah, no, a uh, cool guard character, not even like a final boss, but like a uh, fun. <laughs> it's like a broken dude show up. Uh, but no, uh, there's something too about like having to hold on to like um, having to hold on to Yuri to make it into the base so they can save him. And then like um like Rotaro's like held at sword point and like um like has to like uh have Toma, like, risk his belt and everything, just, they get screwed real bad. <laughs> Once the dude figures out that, like, Toma's, like, powers are, like, kind of hard to deal with, he's just like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I did like the Yuri um, battle, though. That was fun. Mm. Haven't seen him in action in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute, but... uh, Who's the secondary writer of this series? Is it Rintaro or Yuri? They're kind of trying to reestablish Rintaro, like I know, but it kind of feels like it's Yuri lately. Yeah, Rintaro took a backseat um, hard once he went back to the the southern base. Yuri started shining once he got his like actual form, mm-hmm. uh, shadow form, and then now he has the uh, was it X? Uh, I get this X something. It's called X Swordsman or Cross Swordsman. Yeah, yeah. I always want to call it X Aid. <laughs> Because it reminds me of an X8 suit. But yeah, since he got that, he's kind of been Toma's go to guy. Yeah. And for good reason. He can just like do anything, it seems like. But how funny was it? It was like, yeah, one of my friends was in the base and he left like a trail of black. And like, who? And it was like Tassel. <laughs> yeah, Tassel. 
please come back. Like, I want to see some more tassel in my life. Yeah, I thought he would still be there, but got my hopes up. No, tassel's like not gonna leave this like show. Like, tassel will like get like completely like killed and come back as like a like force ghost. Like, tassel's here. That's a good guy, people. How happy would we be if tassel like the ultimate form of Toma was like tassel themed? Oh, like a green wig, top hat, and everything. Yeah, like pick at everything. Like that would be awesome. Honestly, I'd love that. <laughs> or he just turns into tassel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know uh, what attack tassel would use. Like all the books, maybe because he just has that hat. Who knows? But yeah, I would assume he could just write write whatever you're gonna do, kind of like a puppet master. Yeah. Or maybe no. Death Note, like you're dead. But no. Uh, yeah, and that's episode 30, though, which is a lot of setup. It's kind of like a slow episode, but still fun. Because, like, Zuos is suddenly mad, which is, like, I think they've been doing, like, yeah, the Medjid get really mad sometimes and just, like, start, like, attacking people, even though they're, like, completely fine on their own, you know? Yeah, Zuos is always upset about something. But when it comes to Rotaro, that's that's what really boils his, uh, his blood. Yeah, and um, he's talking about like how he wants to target May because like that'll like hurt Rintaro, and he's right. <laughs> like when May's like a midget, she's like the like Neko like cat midget. She's fucking going for the jugular with like all of Rintaro's like insecurities and everything. Just like yeah, like you're real shitty. Like your cannon form has done nothing. <laughs> you're not even the main character anymore. <laughs> I, th- I think the cat suit fit her personality a lot too. I, I like that. I think it's like kind of threatening, like kind of goofy. Like it like works for her whole situation. And I didn't notice until I saw it in a blog, but like her and Zach and Zuos are both like furries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kicking. I didn't even realize that. I'm like, oh, it was like cat with cat. <laughs> yeah. And so you mentioned in the last episode, but like Rintaro's like, doing spy stuff to find Sophia. But um, Kento rescues her, and she's just back in this episode, and nobody has any questions. And, and, and the whole time I was like, you better have some questions, everyone, because you know you didn't do this. Like, you know yeah. you didn't bring her back. Yeah, and even Rintaro knew she was, like, locked up, so he could have been like, so how'd you get out? Nothing. But uh, why do you think uh, Kento released her? Well, I'd have to go back, and I'm probably not going to go back and, like, check, but... um. We see her react to like a medjid by like flashing purple energy like the caliber sword. So like I'm assuming she got made some deal or like some kind of like thing with Kento that like is going to come up later. Like that's like, oh, I'll like let you go back to this base. But like you have to let me in the base when I want or something like that, you know? Because mm-hmm. like he wants their swords and they're like always like hanging out with their swords there. So I don't know. This whole time, too, like, Rintaro's, like, really in his feelings about, like, how strong, like, Toma's gotten with, like, his, like, two new upgrade forms, like, how his sword can, like, almost separate people now, and, like, um, just really, like, not feeling like he's, like, that relevant, which is true. You're not really that relevant. Like, you're at the point where, like, uh, the villains are just saying, yeah, I got stronger because you got stronger. And I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> and um, one odd moment here is that um, we briefly see Ren and he's just walking on a beach 
with disaster behind him being like, hey, come <laughs> join me. Just pestering him. And how the hell is disaster going to turn him into a, I guess, is he is he qualified as a midget or is he something else? He's weird because like he's technically like a midget, but like he doesn't have a type, I guess, because they all have right. types like story, animal, like what have you, you know, but he doesn't. I don't know. But I love that. Like, it's like, hey, you haven't heard from these characters much in general, let alone lately, but there's something going on over here. <laughs> and the episode ends with them just beating the crap out of Rintar. Like he goes to talk to May. She asks her for help, but then she transforms again and and then like Zuos like shows up it just it's not even like nice to it's like not even nice to look at how bad they like beat up Ren I like Rintaro here but yeah um and the episode like ends on like Toma choosing to save Rintaro versus trying to like separate Mei from the Medjid and Rintaro being like just so angry about it so there's more to this arc I think and like we'll probably get there next time but yeah, uh, a lot of setup here. Yeah, like you said before, two slow episodes, but they're still fun in their own way. But um, uh, I do like the the tone of these two episodes, though. I'm interested to see like if the show's gonna keep like amping up the factions. Like, I would love if like we see like Ren get some kind of weird messed up form or some monster powers. Like, I would love to see like She's what definitely going to turn into like a midget mm-hmm. or something. No doubt. Yeah, totally. Because um, his power is sealed or partially sealed or whatever. My big thing is I want to see what's giving Kento these visions. Because like they're kind of implying that like their visions meant to turn him against the other swordsmen. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. Um, what do you want to see next? Uh, I definitely want to see Rentaro get an upgrade. Especially after these last two. I think that's on the horizon. They kind of alluded to it too much to not give them an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, if it's not time or ocean, what's it going to be? Yeah. Uh, if not, just just have Kento lock his sword up. Just just retire him out of the way. Please. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm actually looking forward to seeing um, if Kento ever comes around. That's what I'm main, mainly looking forward to because she's just like, what, what happened? Like, he's just like watching him trying to save May. He's like, nothing's good and nothing's going to change the history or what's yeah. going to happen. Like he's just like, this like, is my all dude, like, you're right here. You could do shit. Yeah. It's help. like, you're wasting your time. You know what I'm saying? So I can only imagine like, he's probably seen his timeline play out. He's like Dr. Strange of the series right now. He's just like overshadowing everyone. And he, he only sees one possible outcome. But I mean, if he did want to lock the swords up, that'd have been an awesome time to lock up Rentaro's after he got his ass kicked. But, you know, the story has to go on somehow, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out. Um, Toma's starting to turn into like a solid all-around character, but mm-hmm. uh, I need more Mr. Ogami for sure. Yeah, no, I think uh, there's a good chance we get him in his feelings in some way if like they're going to like keep up with this like sword stealing stuff, like they're going to like do some like good character work there, I hope, but yeah, uh, Rotaro does definitely need an upgrade. I'm not sure what. Uh, Shit, all of them do, to be honest. I don't think any of them got an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rotaro is like book the blue or one. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rotaro did like, what, a month ago, two months ago? 
and that got that got nerfed automatically. Remember that? Like the same yeah, episode. The form, yeah. It got wrecked, and then he didn't even use his like powers for like two weeks. I'm like, why'd you even upgrade? Like you should have saved it. But no, yeah, like that did nothing. Like it wasn't even like <laughs> he was hunting down Toma and like knocked him out of his form, and then like yeah, that's when like Yuri showed up or something and saved him. It's just like nothing. Yeah, he got nerfed automatically. So we'll see. Yeah, it's like um, when somebody gets like Super Saiyan, but they're like fighting Boo, and you're just like, man, that was like really cool a couple arcs ago. Like, but like you waited. And I thought something really cool was going to happen when Toma gave him the, uh, what was it a, the Brave Dragon Book? Was it an Elemental Dragon Book? Yeah, me too. And then nothing. <laughs> like, why did you even, what was that, what was that whole like dramatic size scene for? Like, nothing happened. <laughs> He got like turbocharged, but it wasn't like a new form or anything. Um, yeah, I thought he was going to turn into like, you know, I don't know, but uh, yeah, I just was like, oh, this this is this is new. I like this. and did nothing. Yeah, I was like, oh, what's it? The-? And then it was just like a like um, it's kind of like when you play RPG and you get like a new piece of armor, but it's the same skin. <laughs> it's like, or it kind of felt like um, they also did like that same thing in like EX8 where um, that one power up for like. Every rider, but like, uh, like, but like the main one was just like a like star for Mario, basically. That's what oh, it yeah, like. I remember that. <laughs> that was the early episodes. <laughs> so, Rotaro probably needs like an upgrade to fight time. I'm not sure they what all it is. Do. Shit. Yeah. They all do. You're gonna be fighting like Super Saiyans, <laughs> yeah, just like cause... flashes of light because that's the only way to like fight somebody that can teleport is just to teleport with them or just guess where they're gonna end up. Those are only two solutions. So like water guessing, like cloud form. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a new new book or something introduced because they can't beat them as is. There's no way they're too OP. I guess like freezing time. If there's no ice thing, like ice might work. Well, that could be cool, but just don't make him blue again because he's been blue for all of his forms, and I like can hardly tell when he's in like his candid form right? or his like normal form. You know? Yeah, switch it up a little bit. I mean, he could still be like thing blue, but just have like accents here and there. Or just give him a scarf. Scarfs are always awesome. Just give him like a yeah. red scarf. <laughs> yeah, like blue, got some ice crystals, some red scarf. Yeah, there you go. He gets uh, the hat from Tassel and like it's like, oh, there must have been some magic in the old. Or, or he could get the, uh, the double hat, like one of those little fedoras. <laughs> That'd be sick too. No, um, Retardy's upgrade. Probably at some point they're going to give an upgrade to Yuri. I'd say if they want him to keep up with like the end game stuff. I mean, I was I was thinking he's going to get locked up because he's he's legit a sword. <laughs> yeah, that's true. His base form is a sword, so I mean they could honestly take him out of the whole series if he gets locked up like that. So that's what I'm afraid of. And there's still one more sword we haven't seen. There's only ten swords out. I'm not sure if the one from the movie counts. That's going to come back, or they're going to have something new entirely. But who knows? Um, and probably at some point, like a new form for Toma. I don't know. Something. Yeah, he he needs like two more or one. I'll take two more. I still say it's it's like going to be like some kind of like author form or like, ooh, maybe his like books like a pop up book and it's like all like extra in the middle. That kind of makes sense. Like his book that he has that he's like has for being a kid turns into a book. Yeah, I'll call that, but no. Uh, with that, though, uh, there's more to see, but there's also the question. 
So James, um, where do people find you when you're not talking about Tokusatsu? You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Copacetic Senpai. Where can they find you, Kip? You can find uh, me on Twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter um, at Common Ride With Me. There's CommonRideWithMe.com. There are some new essays and articles that are like, coming up, like including um, my recent one on the Ride of 50th. Uh, if you go to CommonRideWithMe.com slash episodes, there are all of our episodes. If you go to CommonRideWithMe.com slash merch, there's our merch. All the proceeds go to the Trevor Project. And yeah, just a lot of fun. Um, next week, we are looking at Ultraman with Steph. She's back, and we are going to kind of like engage there. And how that goes is uh, it's her intro to Ultraman. We're looking at the first four episodes of Ultraman Tiga, the first four episodes of like Ultraman Cosmos, kind of like that fun 90s period. And then um, there will be a bonus episode probably around the time of our next episode, which will be on Common Rider Saber uh, 31 and 32. But like uh, in that same time, um, probably that Monday will be a like fun episode on um, the first two episodes of Gridman, the live action show and superhuman samurai cyber squad, the uh, Matthew Lawrence nineties, like American show. That's real weird. But, uh, <laughs> and then, so that will lead to us later covering um, the Gridman anime for, from 2018, which is a lot of fun. But man, uh, I'm trying to think. Did we learn anything today? Watch Comrade and Petra Cats. <laughs> right there, yeah. Uh, watch Common Rider and just pick some siblings to just power the fuck out. Or just make him OP as hell. They'll never <laughs> leave you. They'll always love you. <laughs> <laughs>